whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Hello? Yeah, the app disconnected us, so I'm going to weave these two together. <laughs> so this, no. this is a continuation of the conversation, Black Lives Matter and uh, the Mayans. Yeah. You know, we're catching us now. This is a continuation of what other podcasts. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but what I was saying before we got disconnected is, you know, it's just like a relationship. And as I said before, for those that may have been here, I said, if, if like the, the powerful words, I love you. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wonder said no better. These three words, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. If you have to continue to tell somebody, I love you, I love you, I love you. It's gonna make them question: Do they really love me? Because they're saying it too much. Yeah, I, just, I, I done went through that. Thing, it's not doing. That's another episode for us to talk to do on relationships. When it comes to the Black Lives Matter, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody can rock a shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that I don't see whites rocking shirts. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that. Up. I'm glad you brought that up. But it's, but it's all in the action. It's, when we finish, it's mm-hmm. all in the action of those words. Mm-hmm. If Black Lives Matter, who is taking the initiative and the initiative and the action to make sure that it does matter? You should never have to say this life matters. Mm-hmm. Do they say dogs' lives matters, cat lives matters? No, because yeah, they do say like, that. Oh, I have a person that almost unfriendly me behind that. They're trying to tell me the Bible says all lives matter. I'm like. My black life don't matter in the eyes of some police officers because I've been profiled and pulled over and everything else. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. And I've been pulled over by every cop. Yeah. A black, white, yeah. whatever. I got, I got something to share with you on that one too, but uh, but go ahead. But It's, it's a lot. I'm going to squeeze in in a few minutes, like 20 uh-huh. minutes with you. Yeah. Uh, but, so you've been pulled over. See, we all, that's one thing about us as black men. We've, we, are, we have undergone that kind of thing. Now, I'm gonna tell you one. I'm gonna t- throw this little experience and cut it real short. On our Uber runs, I had these corporate executives in my car. They did all I could to sit there and drive them where they had to go to different hotels. Because all they talked is got pulled over for drugs, marijuana. The cops escorted them back to their colleges. Found that they were law students. They they didn't do a single thing to these white kids in these universities across the country. And I'm thinking, what would have happened if been a black kid that got pulled over, had a carload of drugs and guns? But you sit there laughing and joking about, oh yeah, um, officer said, you know what, well, I'm uh, I'm just take you back, just escort you back to the school. We all make mistakes. I listen to those conversations for almost an hour. Mm-hmm. 
as a black, the only black person in the car transporting these gentlemen to different hotels around Greensboro. And that's the way before the floor thing. It was like last year. And I'm thinking, what would have happened if they'd been a minority kid? Would they have escorted them back to college and, 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 get, and gave them a slap on the wrist? It's an interesting question. I mean, and, and you know, it's, because because uh, I watched a lot. I watched. I watched. Excuse me. When, I'm sorry. I'm gonna throw this, and I'm, I really gonna shut up so you can talk. Uh, there was this corporate black executive pulled in his driveway in his half million dollar home, and an officer pulled up behind him and searched him in front of his kids in his driveway, questioning whether he lived in that house. And I watched him. So. It, it does matter how they treat us. I watched a black police officer drive a thousand, the customer they can drive a thousand miles a week. If you're on my Instagram account, I've seen the video. She told her story. That she, the officer told her, well, you in uniform, you think you're better than us because you work for customs. And they gave her a warning ticket for a light that wasn't even out in her car. Wow. I'm like, Black lives matter, yeah, but they need to be on point, and they need to stop commercializing. They can't stop everybody from commercializing it, but we as black folk, for some reason, love what I'm, you were saying it best. Let me let you explain it. How is how some folks are what commercializing it? You, you yeah. get that point. That's making it look. That's giving a bad image, but you can't control everybody. But I hate it too. But you, I'm gonna let you finish explaining how you I, explain it. <laughs> I just tell people that you know humans matter. Yeah. That's it. Humans matter. Not all lives matter. If you're a human being. If, it was, humans, if that was true if I humans matter. My brother, yeah. if that was true as far as law enforcement, I would, I would agree with you. But the justice system, systematic racism, I have marched in Greensboro against it in the projects. It does. It is real. A friend of mine took a beat down in the elevator in Guilford County Jail right here on Elm Street. Okay? Uh -huh. She has a case pending against for years ago, I don't know if she had to sell them or not. She had a case pending against the county sheriff's department. But the cameras in the elevator saw these officers beating on this woman. Uh huh. That's but what I, I also, it's but not I, human. We are not considered human in the system as the justice system in America. However, I, I do mean, tell people this I do say this. I've been on both sides of that track. Mm -hmm. I've been on the clean side and I've been on the bumpy side mm -hmm. of the road tracks. I tell people, you got to be careful what you do. I don't and care about being careful. I'm going to tell you now, my son bought a brand new car with his business okay. in Georgia. And the officer pulled yeah. him over for driving to a white neighborhood and searched his car. It don't okay. matter, my brother. It does not matter. If you're black and you're in the wrong place and look like you're in the wrong place, it doesn't matter. But the black cop or white cop, they're going to pull you over. Well, you know, you know, I've been traveling for years. I've traveled all over America. Yeah. And I've been in situations that I could have, I drove away and said, wow, did I just get profiled? And yeah. Certain, wait, no. You were probably. And, and let me finish. And there's certain situations I've been in that, you know what? Okay, I, I got stopped because I did something I had no business doing. Mm -hmm. That's different. Well, is it different? Because... The, the reason I'm saying this is because when I was in Virginia and I ran, you know, my car was about to run hot. Mm -hmm. I just had to try to drive on the median because, you know, I didn't want to have a, it was already a traffic jam in Richmond. Right. I didn't make it worse. The gentleman, the, the state trooper pulled me over, told him what happened. 
I didn't give him, why did you stop me for, yada, 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 because, come on now, when you look at some body cams sometimes, we, I mean, it, and maybe it's a good thing that police officers have body cams. But, that, but even with that, they're but, trying but, it, but I got to fight to get I it public. My point. I got to finish my point. Okay. It's good that they have body cams. Because two things in life, mathematics and camera film don't lie. But then is, film is protected by their DA. That's the problem. Film is protected. But as we're looking right now at the situation that's happening, it doesn't justify it. And I'm going to say that right now. It does not justify what happened to Mr. Floyd. doesn't justify it. But you or know. But, but, yeah. but, but the thing, but the thing that I am upset about this whole thing is that how come this film didn't come out a lot sooner than it did now? Because it could have maybe stopped a lot of the rioting. It wouldn't have stopped the looting. People are gonna loot, but it could have stopped. But the thing about it was doing the rioting and looting were the white folks it, posing as Black it, Lives Matter people. It wasn't it, Black it, Lives Matter people. That's what people don't understand. It wasn't it Black could, Lives Matter people. But it could have stopped a lot of it. I'm not saying it would have stopped at all. My brother, right in Greensboro, they allowed him to carry guns downtown and arrest the black folks for their Texas oh, white ones, okay? By film, like I said, but once again, by film. They film. They, but, but you're not letting me finish. By I'm film, sorry. when the rock was thrown at the International Civil Rights Building, mm-hmm. thank goodness they had film to track who did it. Mm-hmm. And then we find out who did it. Then the, just like the looting, the mattress firm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mattress firm building. Yeah. The courthouse, everything. Answer my, answer so, my question this. Why did the black guys get arrested with guns that they had legally and the white guys mm-hmm. didn't? Downtown Greensboro. Yeah, and that's, and right then and there is one thing that, like you said, it has to be done in, within our police department because I tell people like this, we have in Greensboro have a black chief of police, mm-hmm. black sheriff, Black DA, you Black DA, absolutely. Now, this is my whole thing. This is my whole thing. I'll say it and I'll say it with my chest, as I always do. People, all sheriffs, all chief of police, they got to get out in the community and find out what's going on. And that's what What's going on? What is the frustration? What's the frustration? What's the frustration that's happening in the neighborhood? What's the frustration? What's, what's the anger in your nation? What's the anger in the nation? Your area, because I always say everybody had their little nation. Yeah, it, their little area. Your I, I, bro, you got you got you take me way back, my brother. You remember back? We always had issues when cops walked the beat, and cops were public in the communities. Yeah. You knew who they were. They knew who you were. And yeah, like the guy with bragging at the high point had a cops had a tendency to beat down people behind the houses and bring them out and say something. Gang did it. Okay, I've been out here. This this real real talk. On the flip side of the coin, when you get community policing, you have more eyeballs on what they were doing, and vice versa. Exactly. But right now, it's got a tragedy like Florida, Brianna Taylor, but the community jump. I'm sorry, I'm kind of passionate about that one. <laughs> we have to get into the monument, but I'm I'm, I'm right there with you, my brother. I'm right there with you. And, and, it's, it's, and, because, and I can I can understand. Now I can understand that it can be frustrating for people that for people that are, and I will say this, that are law-abiding citizens. No matter what, you daggone right, they got a right to be frustrated. Now those breaking the law and they keep on doing it. Sometimes, like you said, the person that walks the, the police officer that used to walk the street, that you know, that was on the beat, 
you know, that police officer better look, man, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know well, you better clean it up because that's what, that's I, you, you, you those for warnings, but then you have people in the community that acts like the law does not apply to them. I've, I've heard, let me tell you something. When you've been on both sides of that, of when you've been on both sides of Abbey Lane, mm-hmm. you understand it, but then again, it becomes an excuse. Yes, mm-hmm. I can tell somebody, yeah, I've been on that side where you are, and I've also been on this side. Yeah. So mm-hmm. either which side you got is a choice. So if you feel like your choice is to stay on that side, you know, and you know it's a lane of consequences and repercussions, that's your choice. So what now? I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw in something. I'm gonna throw in something. I'm, I'm, I'm itching for you to give me your opinion on this. Uh-huh. I've been asking other men about this. Mm-hmm. If, if, she, if this woman listens to this podcast, maybe she'll finally hear what she wasn't hearing what I was trying to say. Uh huh. If you have a child that willfully, continually. Gets and does the stuff you're talking about to bring your attention of the police on that on themselves, and you continue to make excuses for that child instead of saying let, let him pay, him or her pay the consequences. How do you whose fault is it? The police for continuing arresting him every time for doing stuff that he purposely did, or is it his fault? It comes a time that it's the person you know. You gotta have you gotta twenty some years old. There comes a time that you got to be held accountable, and I don't. Not your family keep bailing you out. But you know what? But then again, there comes a time that the family has to realize that look, there comes a time that the family got to say, you know what? If this is what they're gonna do, we have to accept it. They don't like it. You don't have to like it, but you got to accept it. But guess what? I'm not bailing you out anymore. But this well, is like that's, that's why I, 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 this this I gotta accept this is what you're gonna do. I gotta accept, yeah. You know what? This is the life you want. But you get in trouble, don't call us. We're not well, getting you. This, if, if this person hears this podcast, she's gonna be probably more mad at me because she knows that I'm talking about. But I've been in the same situation myself, okay? Not the one that caused the problem, but other people in my family life. So I understand. But anyway, uh Thank you for sharing that point because that's an itch. I want to do it privately, but you, uh-huh. you brought around how responsibilities on both sides. I just like, okay, if I get cussed out, fussed out, or text behind this, yeah, hey, it is what it is. Because I want another male perspective. Oh, it's about us trying to really find out how we be better with the Black Lives Matter movement. How can we do better? How can it be an improvement? How can we? And I and I don't really even like to say this, but how can we belong? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I, I'm going to say I think in line with what you just said. When it so we can move on to the monument issue, the concern uh, when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. This time, in this election time, I wish they would be more specific. Like I, the sign I took a picture of the day when I was working at, working my job in this high end neighborhood at High Point. They had a great big, probably six foot, eight foot banner in their front yard for Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. I don't know if black people or white people, because this neighborhood, you get old money of every race, okay? Don't matter. They had this banner which said, simply this, I took a picture of it, it said, Black Lives Matter, vote like it. And going back to what you were saying in the beginning, don't just be the talk, don't be selling. Take some kind of action in line with what you believe. Correct? That's correct. 
Because as long as you're talking it and selling and profiting from it, the next movement come along, you do the same thing. And the next one, the same thing. But this is a time where the civil rights aspect of it needs to kick in at the polls. Whether, regardless of what side you vote on, it needs to kick in. Because everything you said is 100%. Man, I'm right there with you, bro. Somehow it's became what you say for profit by so many people not really investing in it. Ain't what you tried to say earlier? Yeah, it's, it's like it's for purpose or it's for profit. Yeah. Because if it's for purpose, you're not out here selling shirts. You're yeah. out here doing an action. Yeah. I, I said, anybody can rock a shirt. I realize it that people say, hey, my life matters too. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people all the time, I don't have to wear a shirt to say my life matters. Yeah. Look me in my eyes. Tell me what you see. And then you have to determine my life is just as valuable as yours. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to flip the flip side of that as far as the white people go. And I'm going to use NASCAR as an example. All these folks claim about the sanctity of the flag and honoring the flag. If you truly honored it, and see it as a for-profit item, you would not have bandanas, underwear, and everything else made out of the same flag. Because if you understand the code of the flag, you're disrespecting that flag by putting it in another form than its form is supposed to be in. So why are you screaming anti-Kaepernick and anyone else, you're the ones actually disrespecting the American flag because you're wearing it in ways that if you were in the military, you would not be allowed to wear that flag in purposely from what I understand my knowledge and reading of military code. So it goes on the other side too. That's another whole subject for discussion, but just like you were saying about Black Lives Matter, the other side of the coin is just criticizing it. They're not living up to what they're saying about honoring flag and Christianity, because if you were, you wouldn't be desecrating it by, by wearing it the way you do. Now, I'm just asking, what do you think? Just you know, even the flag is a sensitive, ma- um, a sensitive matter. Yeah, we, like we, we in America represent every flag, but we do not honor the flag that this country is about. We That's what I, was to, I was saying. I was saying it nicely. Too many more oh, excuses. Yeah. I mean, we'll 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 say it's okay to have the gay pride flag. Okay, cool. Yeah. But we can say no. You can't have a rebel flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can understand not having a Confederate flag. Huh? <laughs> I can understand not having a Confederate flag. We're the nation on the planet that allows the lost. That's a choice. That is a choice. If people want to do that or not. But that thing about it, because know the same people with the Confederate flag and say, "Well, why you got your gay pride flag, or why you got your uh, the same thing?" How how is it not? Because we're the only nation on the planet that allows the defeated side to fly its flag proudly. No other country allows its enemy to fly its flag as a national symbol. We're the only nation on this whole planet. You can do your research. Germany does not fly the Nazi flag. Nazis lost. The South lost. Put it on a statue, put it in a monument, put it in a museum. Right. Put it somewhere where they can pay homage to it as they see fit, those that want to honor it. But do not uh-huh. fly it. We're the only nation on the whole planet that allows that because our constitution gives you this freedom. We are the only nation that allows everybody to fly any other flag, even any other country flag in this nation. You go to Israel and try to fly an American flag, that's a problem. That's you go to Russia, I mean, you go to problem. Finland, and you try to have a Mexican flag, that's a problem. Because you're in that country. Right. 
And like I said, like you said, America is the only place. But I feel like this. And and I had somebody say this. You can't say somebody's bullying you when you're becoming a bully yourself. No, you can't. It goes on both sides. (laughs) Yeah. So you can't. That's why that's the only subject I'm getting to say. You can't say what somebody else can't do when you're doing it. When you can. Oh, I can do whatever I want to, but you can't. I'm like, well, no, you're just as you're just in the wrong as that as that person. And even though I get what you're saying, and a lot of people have really been on the let's just say the statues, because, you know, when the Black Lives Matter and everything that's been happening, there was something in Greensboro that a young man was sitting on the. Was it the net, the green statue, Daniel Green statue downtown? Mm -hmm. And they they the police officers respectfully and silently arrested him, but they removed him. Right. No hassle. Removed him. And gentlemen cooperated. No problem. Yeah. Now we talk about Silent Sam. Right. We talk about uh, all these other let, statues. Let, let, me ask, let me ask you a question. You name me one statue in Greensboro that's been touched. Name other A. Scott treatment name and change. But let, here's the thing I'm going to bring up. Thanks to my... Um, Trey, Trey Crowder doing this video on on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, the the, the statues. You know, if you check the history out, and I did verify what he was talking about. These statues, majority of them, did not exist until the civil rights movement. They were put up as to antagonize the civil rights marchers, King and everybody else. He went into history of it as a white man. He broke it down. So the South had very few monuments and statues honoring the Confederate dead and leaders of any kind. When the Civil Rights Movement gained steam under King, under Malcolm, under others, the South, Southern states decided we need monuments. So they get the cheapest sculptures. He even joked about it. He said, like some, if you look at some of these statues and sculptures, look like a kindergarten designer. He, he said, he because they did this in the South. These statues and stuff, a lot of them are not even 80 years old. They were thrown up in, con- in protest against the civil rights movement. The history is there. I didn't even know that little bit of history. I'm thinking they've been yeah. around since the Civil War. No, they've been around since the civil- 50s and 60s. A lot of these monuments were just from Nathaniel Green and some others are older from civil representing the revolutionary period. But the majority of the ones that people are protesting, they were thrown up in the southern states in the 50s and 60s when they saw the civil rights movement gain insane. And people don't know this little simple fact. You're tearing down something that's eventually going to fall down in the strong wind anyway because it's built cheap. It was built to antagonize the civil rights marchers as they went into the South, like the burning of the buses and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that little piece of history. That guy's, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, a lot of the statues are not that old. No. I mean, and it's, and it, but, but like I said, I told one of my friends, I said, you know how gangster Greensboro is? Not one statue got touched. No, they t- they touched them all up in you know they went down to Charlottesville and and did and you know and it was a lot of havoc mm-hmm. that happened in Charlottesville. We all were aware was aware of that. The news let mm-hmm. us be aware of what yeah. happened, and then you know of course what happened in Durham, what happened in uh, so what happened yeah. in you know, I'm only talking about North Carolina. Yeah, what happened? So that in- goes, I want to say that goes back again to a lack of knowledge. Also being dispensed out by different organizations, not only the Black Lives Matters, but other organizations are not really putting the knowledge out there like they did in the fifties and sixties behind some of this stuff, and people are just acting off of pure emotion without understanding. 
Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense. But then again, if people are just trying to act and like you said, I mean, even after what happened with the George Floyd uh, situation and Breonna Taylor, but when the riot started, people didn't know those were outside influences that was happening. They was here to rowdy it up. People could follow behind it and they kind of creep out. Yeah. Now, yeah, your city's destroyed. He was at home when they interviewed him from News and Record. He was at home when the violence started in Greensboro. He was there. He did his little protest, his march, got people together. He was at home in his house when they the outside influences came in. Uh, I read the article. Yeah. He was like, I was at home. <laughs> but these people, and that's why I tell, I always tell people that you have to use your third eye. You got to use your logic. Exactly. Everybody, everybody has a brain. Use it. You know that one time that you think you're about to do something. You know how they always say, wait a minute, something just hit me in the back of my head and said, wait a minute, man, what are you doing? But we don't because, like you said, most of us, we react off pure emotion. And like they say, look, I know people are hurting. I know people are frustrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like when we have a president who's feeding Go ahead. We have a president who's feeding hate through emotion. He's not not using logic. He's typing into people's fears, their anxiety. He's he's, he's making he's 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 going on a larger scale because he has a platform to do what he cannot do in New York City as a businessman with the New York Four, those four gentlemen back years ago. So yeah, yeah but that goes. That's what I'm bringing it in as I get to wrap this up. Is that people are not thinking and asking questions? What you call that third eye? I used to call that thump on the back of my head. That little feeling like something ain't right here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you um, know, and, and we're trying to be, and, and you know, I'm, I mean, and this is not anger talk. This is positive. This is constructive yeah. criticism. Because with constructive criticism, I, I, I would just tell people, I said, look, I understand you're hurting, but violence on top of violence don't make anything better. But and, also... But also, on the other end, getting slapped in the face and, and not doing anything don't make it better either. Mm-mm. But you have to be able for others. You, you got to defend what's yours. I get it. You got to protect what's yours. You got to defend what is truthfully your mm-hmm. belief. But then again, once you defend that, you got to do better in your own community. You got to do better. Mm-hmm. You can't say there's violence against others when there's violence that's being within black on black crime or Latino Latino crime or or even white on white crime, you got to do better. If yeah. you if if you got that done, the black on black crime has to go down. Well that's I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring I wanna bring this one positive thing into all of this. I think it's a very positive. Uh-huh. There's there's a meme that I ran periodically. I ran it doing the floor thing which says that not all blacks are criminals and not all cops are bad. Okay, or oh, not all cops are racist, excuse me, something like that. So, as we wrap this up, because I gotta go take, pick my client up a little bit, uh, and I'm still, I'm not cutting you off, I just want to throw my little yeah. spin on it. Is that anyone hearing this, as I just said, it's a matter of perception, in my opinion, and I think and finding a way to not only have community policing. They have the community to police the police. Thank the you. Cameras. Thank you. Have the community police the police. When you go back to what happened in Greensboro, people outside said, man, I could never live in Greensboro. 
I love the city that I can call home, been called home for 20 some years. Because in spite of all the negative stuff that happens, police department not doing XYZ or citizens not doing XYZ, at the end of the day, we have a very progressive city overall that people try to come together. Yes. As you said earlier, we didn't have statues torn. We could have statues torn. Biggest thing we have is a street name change is Josephine Boulevard, okay, from ACOC. And that was a peaceful change done to people going to city hall, city council, making their point, convincing the city council to get it changed. Hey, remember Charles B. Acock School, middle school, was uh, changing uh, Mr. Melvin Swain. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It, it go, it's, it's a way to get the change. But also, I love the thing I love about Black Lives Matter on the other side of the coin, people in the movement, for news reports I've seen on both sides. Is that a lot of people them in the movement now are carrying their taking their phones out and videoing those who are doing the damage and reporting it to the police. There's an article that came down in from P, P Research, which I get the emails all the time. That's when mm -hmm. they interview black people as a community of African Americans, so 80 some percent of African Americans want the police to be active. Do not believe the lie that the Republicans are telling that we're trying to get rid of the police for. We want active policing, but what we want is better policing. So we're not yeah. the targets. Another thing, too, that people in the community want, and I, and I challenge everyone all in every community, but especially in the Black and Hispanic community, I don't want to hear no more snitching. Mm -hmm. I want us to be community. You know, we want we got to have our own community watch. Yeah. Because you can't say I've heard people say, well, as long as it's if I'm not doing it, I'm not I'm not worried about it. If it ain't affecting me, I said, but if it affects someone, it's a problem. Not if it's just affecting you. If it's affecting anyone, it's a problem because we have to make sure that our communities are communities. They're safe communities for the elderly, the young and those that's living in between. Yeah, I, Nobody, just, asked that, I just asked that question. I'm, yeah. Similar question. Uh, yeah, I've said if this person was listening, I just had a relationship at the end, okay. And some of it ties back to this, where is if you have a heart for people, how can you say I do my thing and you do your thing? Because you have a heart for people, you're gonna find a way to make a difference on other people, lives, other than just talk about it. Because what did you just say? I think you just said it about people minding their own business, no snitches. You're gonna be that person that really not puts weight behind your words. You know, something. the thing about a person that doesn't tell is living in captivity in their own neighborhood. I said, look, if something is not right in your neighborhood and you don't say anything, you're just as responsible. And just as guilty as a Exactly. It's not more so. It's not more so. Living in a neighborhood that you're keeping your mouth closed, I advise you to leave. Yeah. I advise you to move because yeah. you're not helping have a better neighbor, a community for the people that's younger than you or the kids, yeah. because you can't, reach, you can't reach everybody. Reach at least one person. Yes, yeah. that's true. Uh, but I'm going to turn turn this off, my brother. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the last of the three part episode. All the episodes, thanks to um, Terry, have been has a positive spin. But this one, my dear listeners, uh, we could go on and on in this episode. It's just in here in America, let me emphasize here in America. I can't speak for other countries other than what I read about and see in videos. Here in America, in my opinion, nothing's really going to change unless we minorities get out here and vote. 
and vote like our lives depended on it because right now everything coming down my news feed from every angle and I, it's like we're we are being pushed into a small dictatorship and unless we get out and vote I'm and people's hating on Camilla Harris right now don't hate on her and Joe Biden for what they have done. Look at what's being done to your people now. And they may not be the perfect choice for changing things in the next four years, but they're a lot better than what we got. And I'm bringing that out there now, simply saying, on a federal level and on a local level, in line with my brother Terry, we got to do something. We got we have podcast, video, show the good stuff happening. Like this upcoming weekend, downtown Greensboro, we shut down, support all the local businesses downtown. So yes. You, so you can shop and eat and help them make money this weekend. I'm going down to eat somewhere. Oh yeah. So, so well, we, permitting permitting the weather because right now yeah. it's raining hard and it's thunderstorms. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be done over the before the but, weekend. But how it goes, the effort is being put forward. You know, yes. like Terry is saying when we do something, things get better. And yes. I'm, I'm gonna let Terry close this out. I'm gonna shut the phone off. I'll upload them these episodes about 30 minutes. Um, yeah. I'm gonna air. I'm and this uh, is a message for all. So please this, close this out, my brother. Close this out. Okay. Well, I'm just saying this is a message for all people. It's a positive message. You can be afraid of constructive criticism, but this is what it is. To make a change, you have to make a change within yourself, your community, and your neighborhood, as well as that change to be affected by those outside. If you do not make those changes, then you don't make those commitments to make sure that there are local community watch that you're speaking to your local authorities. You're saying and demanding, hey, we need more patrol. We need more communication within our police department as well as in the community, just like we see in other sections of Greensboro, then there's not going to be a change. However, if the city does respond, then we cannot renege on the things that we request. We have to make sure that we stay just as solid to our word as they to theirs. And to that, as they say in church, amen, y'all. <laughs> it can be said better than that. Thank you, yep. Terry. Um, give some um, thought to when uh, maybe you can bring me on your show um, next month sometime, and we'll continue these conversations. I would love to do what I'm throwing this out as a future thing for y'all to be looking forward to, dear listeners. I would love to do an episode about the role of the black man in the black community, how it's changed over the last few years. Oh yeah, that would be a, that'd be great. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm just a guest, but I'm always but you have your like own the, show. I mean, you can, like Roy, like Roy said, I'm always on the beat. That's it. <laughs> you have your own show. Bring do it. Bring me on as your guest, and we talk about that. But because because this is this is how important change got to begin with us. Yes. Um, it's got to be with us and in the important role of the black man not in a community worldwide and actually is it starting to progress or is it declining and mm -hmm. if either which way we got to ask ourselves the question why is this happening that's why i said a great show you do if you decide to do a show i love to come on and talk about it but have a great evening excuse me i'm doing this like it's a live broadcast thank y'all for listening please support this podcast by subscribing to it and uh, until we talk again, have a good night, my brother. All right. This is the opposite. Um, as I said, Pookie San, also known as opposite. It's been a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Right.